listening to The Terrific Teacherpreneur, a podcast for teachers looking to grow a successful online business. Your host, Alex, was able to transform her Teachers Pay Teachers store from a small side hustle into a profitable full-time business. She now helps other teachers do the same. Listen along for actionable tips and helpful wisdom about business and marketing as a teacherpreneur. Here's your host, Alex. Hello and welcome to the Terrific Teacherpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Alex, and today we're going to be talking about followers on Teachers Pay Teachers and more importantly, how to get more people to follow you. I think this is a really great episode for newer sellers because I know that's one of the sort of struggles that newer sellers have. You start your store and you're really excited and it feels kind of upsetting when you can see other people with thousands and thousands of followers and you only have like two. So I thought this episode might make you feel better by giving you some actionable tips and strategies, but I'm also going to be sort of talking a little bit about mindset and stuff too. So there's so much I really want to talk about basically. In this episode, I'm actually going to be talking about how you can get people to follow you by literally asking them. And I'm actually going to use my own advice here and I'm going to ask you, make sure that you are following along to the podcast. So subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen so that you don't miss out on any episodes. So see how I just asked you? Like there's no harm in asking. If people don't want to do it, they don't, but I gave it a try. But anyway, let's actually dive into the episode and here is tip number one. The first tip I have is to make freebies. Now you might be wondering, okay, I make freebies anyway. Why is that like relevant to your followers? Tell me more. And the main tip I want to say here is that freebies are a great gateway to bringing new people to your store, sort of broadening your audience. Basically, when you have a paid product, you are a little bit limited in who you can reach because not every teacher can afford to buy paid products. Not every teacher that goes on TBT, not every buyer will actually buy something. Some of them genuinely can't afford it and they tend to get a lot of freebies on Teachers Pay Teachers. Especially newer teachers when they first start out or people having money problems, they might only get freebies. And one day down the line, they might buy from you or anyone else but sometimes that's their buyer's first experience with Teachers Pay Teachers is, is getting free stuff. I know that was the case for me as a teacher when I first started as a first year teacher. It wasn't so much about money, but it was more just the idea of spending money. It just was kind of foreign to me starting my new job. It just made sense to go and get free stuff. And, and that's how a lot of us discover Teachers Pay Teachers. And that's OK. But basically, buyers will often access freebies first before any kind of paid products. So if you can be making freebies, you've got a much larger pool of people to basically open up your store to, like you're reaching a bigger audience. And the really great thing about freebies is that they are like a sample of your work. And if a buyer likes what they see, they will buy something from you. So freebies have a lot of value. But like I said, they're just a bit more accessible to every teacher. And so by making a freebie, you are reaching more people. And this is something that you might market on Instagram, your blog, your email list, on Facebook, on Pinterest, or you might just literally throw it up on TPT. But the fact that it is free is means that more people are going to see it and gravitate towards it. And once we've got more people near us, we can kind of grab hold of them and get them to kind of actually be in our little circle and actually kind of buy from us. Like basically, if you think of TPT like a funnel, in terms of buyer behavior, awareness is the top of the funnel. Whenever you're talking about marketing funnels, awareness is always the top of the funnel. 
And when we don't have people seeing our stuff, they can't buy it. So we've got to get that awareness and we've got to bring people to our store and have them know who we are. And freebies are a great way to do that. And within your freebies and everything involved in your marketing of your freebies, you can get people to follow you from there. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later in the episode. Like I mentioned earlier about asking people to follow you. Well, freebies are going to be a great place to do that within your actual freebie you'll be able to ask people to follow you you know come check me out on tpg come check out my paid products follow along you'll be able to kind of hook them in a little bit more because what we don't want is for a buyer to click download on that freebie and then never come and visit our store again never see us again never buy from us in theory if we want to get them to download that freebie but then also follow us at the same time because then they all get to see what we're doing and watch our paid products that are released and stuff so Yeah, tip number one is freebies. And the reason I put that as number one is because not only is that an easy one to do, but it's something I know has worked. I made a freebie way back in 2016, I think it was, maybe 2015, a free back to school themed kind of worksheet. And it took off. As of now, it has 170,000 downloads. And so that's 170,000 people I never would have reached if that product was a paid product. And so obviously that product went viral on Pinterest and there were some other factors involved. But the point was, I basically brought people into my community through a freebie. And I know that it was that freebie that really kind of kickstarted things in my store. I know that it brought a lot of traffic my way. And yeah. I didn't make a dime from it, but I made something in other ways. I, you know, I got followers and I got people to be aware of my business, which I think is a really powerful thing. The next tip I have builds on from that. And it's just number tip number two is just to make great products. Now, I know that's not really that specific a tip, but the truth is by having quality products in your TPG store, you are more likely to get followers. It's undoubtedly true. If you were a buyer yourself and there were two stores that you visited in one day and one was full of amazing, outstanding quality products and you loved their freebies and you loved their paid products and you were buying from them all the time and they had great stuff and you just loved what you bought from them. Like your students loved it. It was time-saving. It was great quality. It was just really eye-catching. The graphic design was amazing. It had everything you needed like answer keys and differentiation. It was just, it blew you away. Five-star stuff. There was a store like that and then you visited another store that was just full of kind of just terrible, bad quality, horrible products which store would you be more inclined to follow? You know, if you buy a terrible product, you are going to be probably put off ever following that seller. You're not going to feel inclined to go and see what else they have. Remember, clicking the follow button is a lot like saying, hey, I kind of like you and I kind of want to see what else you have to offer. So making great quality products is one of the things you can do. Now, I know that's not like an actionable thing, really. It's not like a quick, easy fix. It's more of a generic kind of piece of advice I want to give you overall. But if that's where you put your focus, the followers will come. So that's a really kind of great thing for you to do. Not only will the followers come, so will the ka-chings. Now, tip number three is to make product lines. Now, I've done a whole podcast episode on this, so be sure to check that out. I'll put a link in the show notes. But product lines bring repeat buyers because you have these similar products and people will keep coming back for them. Now, people don't come back and become a repeat buyer and buy lots of things from you if they're not really following you, it's kind of tricky for them to know that you have stuff coming out. I mean, maybe they might follow you on Instagram or something and they'll see that you have a new product, but they'll probably miss a lot of what you put out. So having 
a lot of repeat buyers often come from following you on TPT and then they see that you've released something new that's similar to what they already have. You know, they bought the Valentine's Day product from you and you just released the St. Patrick's Day one. They're going to grab it. So, you know, followers and repeat buyers, they kind of go hand in hand. And I think product lines can be really great. If I was buying something on TPT and I bought a spring kind of themed product and then I saw that that, that, you know, that seller has winter themed one and they have a summer themed one I'd be kind of intrigued and I'd be like oh I don't want to buy those yet you know because I don't want to buy something that's winter themed right now it's spring but I might want to buy that someday I might follow the seller and then you know later on down the line you know a few months time I'll come back and I'll buy that one and I know that following would ensure that I can find that seller again and buy from them so I think again product lines and followers kind of go hand in hand a little bit there I think if you have a lot of one-off standalone products, you're not going to have a lot of those people coming back to your store over and over. Now, this flows really well into tip number four, because tip number four is about having a niche. And what I'm going to say here is that if you become that kind of go-to person, people will buy from you over and over and they'll want to follow you. So I talked about with the product lines, how they kind of come back again and again, because they're like, hey, you've got something similar. I liked the first thing I bought from you. I'm definitely going to like a similar version in a different theme. Well, the same things happen. The same thing happens with niching. If you market yourself as like the tech digital kind of person and and that's your thing. Well, whenever that buyer wants another digital product, they're probably going to come back to you because they know that you know what you're talking about. You look like you're the expert in that area and you have lots of products that suit them. They're going to want to come back to you again. They're going to feel like following you. So for another example for you, imagine you visit two stores in a day. One store is really, really niched and it's very much full of like one type of product or one grade level or one subject area. It's kind of really focused. Like let's just say you're a third grade teacher and you find this store that's another third grade teacher and everything's for third grade and it's just like everything you've ever wanted. And then you go to another store that day and it's just got a bit of everything. It's got stuff for kindergarten and it's got some middle school stuff and it's got a little bit of math and science and ELA and there's like digital stuff and printables and there's like no prep stuff and there's centers and it all kind of looks really different and there's lots of different themes and subjects and topics and it's like kind of everything and mishmash for everyone. You're not going to feel quite as at home there because you're like, Ooh, this store has things for kindergarten and eighth grade. And like, I'm a third grade teacher. A lot of this stuff doesn't suit me. I'm not really feeling inclined to follow. So you've got to kind of think about how having a niche kind of creates a bit of a community. Yes, you get community on places like Instagram and maybe in a Facebook group, but just in TPT itself, people are going to want to follow you when they feel like they can relate to you. You know, we both teach the same grade and we both are passionate about the same things. They're going to want to kind of see what you have to offer. So it does kind of create that community feel. And I guess when people talk about niching, they say a lot of it, they liken it to, it's like, I talk about this a lot. It's like going to the doctors and going to find a specialist. You know, if I, God forbid, something like happens to me and physically I hurt myself and I have like a brain injury, I'm going to want to go to a neurosurgeon. I'm going to want to go to someone that's specialized in that area. So 
that's what kind of niching is really about. It's where people go to the go-to person that they think knows everything about that one topic. And so TBT is a lot like that. People are going to look at your store and they're going to look at your products. And if they think that you are quite well niched down and you really serve this one audience and this one community consistently, they're going to gravitate towards that if they are your ideal buyer and they're going to want to follow you. They're going to just feel that urge to follow you to see what else you do. But if you are all over the place and you are trying to serve everybody, you'll end up serving nobody and they won't feel that gravitational pull to come into your community and follow you because deep down they'll have that worry that you're going to put stuff out on TBT that doesn't serve them. And they don't want to follow someone that's putting out kindergarten resources. If they're a third grade teacher, they might not want to see that. So Niching, definitely a really powerful thing. When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. So the next tip I have, uh, we're up to tip number five, and this is what I hinted at at the beginning of the episode, ask people to follow you. And I don't mean um, in like a harassing, annoying kind of way, going around begging everybody. I just mean putting in gentle reminders in a few different locations. One of them was within your products both your free and your paid products somewhere on your sort of credits page, terms of use page, somewhere in your product, you put a little, you know, clickable link logo that's like, hey, don't forget to follow me on TBT. You know, guess what? Some people will never click that and that's okay. But on the off chance that some of them do, why would you not want to throw in a logo onto your product that's got a link on it and then get some followers like why not that's a very easy thing to do so reminders within your products you can also put reminders on your listings like the right at the bottom of your description you don't want it too high up in the way you can always put a little reminder there hey don't forget to follow me here on tbt and you can put a little clickable link there too people do read descriptions you know like i said not everyone will do these things not everybody will click that button but on the off chance they do hey there that's a follower i'm, I'm never going to you know, sniff at that. So the next one I have for places you can ask would be in your marketing platform. So if you have a thriving email list, if you have a great Instagram profile or a Facebook page or something, some kind of social media, uh, even within a blog post, on a podcast, on your YouTube channel, on TikTok, like wherever, I'm sure there are lots of different places. Probably Pinterest is probably about the only place that you're not really going to be doing this, but most places you can be like, hey, If you're interested in seeing more from me, follow me here and you could ask people. I don't think that's a terrible idea. We cannot assume that people are following us because they often aren't. If you have like 5,000 Instagram followers, I can tell you right now, there are not 5,000 Instagram followers that are also following you on TBT. They definitely probably are not. So here and there, you want to throw a link in your stories or, you know, kind of remind them, don't forget to follow me there's no harm done. I mean, as long as you're not doing it all the time, begging and asking all the time, every now and then you want to remind people, 
then that's a great idea because they probably aren't following you and then they probably could. And that's not a bad thing. We all know that followers can have power because they can see what you release and your new products and that can bring you sales and there is power in that. So why not? Now, the next tip I have, we're up to tip number six, is to have TPT bring you some followers. Now, what I mean by that is to maybe get featured in the TPT newsletter or to have something of yours kind of featured on TPT's blog or on their social media. I think having TPT feature you somewhere can bring followers. Now, I have gotten into the TPT newsletter in the past and in doing so, I noticed like a little kind of jump. Ooh, hey, I got a bunch of followers today. That was interesting. Oh, I got featured in the newsletter. That's exciting. Now, not all of those people will necessarily buy from me, but it was just yeah, it's cool and exciting at the time to get a few followers. So having TPT do the legwork there, not such a bad thing. And that's a very actionable, easy thing. And I have done a podcast episode on this topic where I talked specifically about the newsletter. And then I did another episode where I just talked about marketing on TPT and all these features. So be sure to check those episodes out. I will put some links in the show notes. Now, my last tip, tip number seven, is that what I'm up to? (laughs) Isn't really a tip so much as a bit more of like a TED talk, pep talk, mindset chat for a quick second. And I want to talk about how you need to be patient. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, you know, I know that a lot of newer sellers feel that kind of anxiety and frustration that they don't have a very large number of followers. And I know that this is not a super actionable tip. It's kind of a hard pill to swallow. But the reality is that this is the most important one. You just have to wait it out. Like it's this whole thing. This whole business is a long game. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And nobody, I repeat, nobody gets huge, massive amounts of followers overnight. It takes months and months and months. But more often than not, it takes years and years and years to build up a very large following on TPT. So you can do a few little things like I mentioned in this episode and you can try a few little tips and tricks. But ultimately, at the end of the day, there's nothing really you can do other than just be patient and wait and it will eventually happen, I promise. The worst thing you can do is sort of sit around and stress about it because at the end of the day, although like I said, I've given you a few tips, This is something that is out of your control. Whether or not someone chooses to follow you, whether you grow a very large following, how long that takes, when it happens, to be honest, it's quite out of your control. And if you can spend your time stressing about that, you're just going to be wasting your time. You should be spending your time doing something that you do have control over, which would probably be making a product, updating your product or optimizing a listing or doing some marketing. Take action on the things you can control for the most part those are more profitable things to do. Like I know followers can sometimes bring you sales when you first release a product, but for the most part, having a bunch of followers isn't the most profitable thing. It's actually having great products in your store. That would be a much better thing for you to do. I've been doing TPC for a few years and I do have, you know, thousands of followers, but the reality is not all of those thousands of people buy from me every time I release a product. I don't suddenly get, you know, thousands of sales overnight. I'm very jealous if you're someone that's listening that does. But even my products take time to gain traction and take off. Having a larger number of followers is not going to magically increase your sales. And this is a bit of a harsh truth here, though. Yeah, have that number on a screen is not going to magically bring you money. What's going to bring you money is having quality products. And if 
this is just like imaginary scenario here, but if, like, if I had to take over someone's TPT store and I had a choice between one store that had like 100 followers, but it was full of like 100 amazingly great quality products. And then there was another store and it had a thousand followers, but it had 100 terrible, awful products. I would want to go for the store with the great products because I know that those 900 followers, I would catch up pretty quick. That would come eventually. But having those great products, that would bring me money. I would, I'm way more drawn to having to run that store than the one with the terrible products. At the end of the day, the follower number, it is just a number and it, it doesn't really mean a huge amount. What matters is your products. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about this next thing. This isn't a tip. This is just kind of something I want to mention. I want to talk about what not to do when it comes to followers on TPT. If you are listening and you are someone who is a slightly newer seller to Teachers Pay Teachers, it is tempting to want to go and seek out followers in a not very organic way. And what I mean by that are those kind of Facebook groups that you can join or like Facebook threads within Facebook groups, more um, like TPT follow loops on Instagram. I don't know. There's a various different types of things out there. But basically what happens is you kind of all follow each other. You're like, hey, here's a link to my store. And then you go and follow everyone else's. And it's like this big train of following. And I want to talk about why that is a very, very, very bad idea. And I said a lot of the varies just then. Now, I don't just mean, oh, it's a bad idea because it's a, it's a waste of your time. Like it, you're spending time on something that isn't making products. It's not very profitable, so don't do it. It's not just that it's a little bit of a waste of time. It is that there's actually some really damaging repercussions to this. I think a lot of these kind of follow for follow sort of situations that happen in the TPT world is they are sellers. So if you really think about it, if you go and get a hundred random sellers to come and follow you, you're actually just kind of directly inviting your competition to watch everything you do and copy what you do. And I, that really scares me. I don't really love the idea of that. Remembering that other sellers are your competition. They're watching you and following you and seeing what products you release. You're just increasing the chances they're going to want to copy you. So sellers are the worst people to have following you. You really don't want to be encouraging that. And this kind of ties in well with, okay, well, who do you want following you? You want not only just to be truly like teachers and buyers and people that aren't solely sellers, but you want people who are your actual ideal audience. If you are chasing followers just because it's like a vanity, 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 vanity metric and you just want the number to look higher, that's not really going to bring you any money. Like you say, you're just chasing 1000 followers. You just want to have 1000 and that's all you care about. And you end up kind of chasing to get all these, you know, sellers to follow you. And then you get that 1000, but are you going to really feel good about yourself? Because it's not going to increase your sales because those people aren't people who actually want to buy from you. They're not your genuine ideal customer avatar. They're not like people that really like what you have to offer. They're not going to bring you any money. So it is just a number. And like I said, it's a number of people who may even copy you. So not necessarily a good thing. So just to wrap up on that one, it is a literally a waste of your time in terms of, you know, time is precious. Don't waste it on that kind of activity. People will copy you and they will not buy from you. So if you really think about it that way in the black and white of it, like, that's that is not wise that's not really a wise use of your time now if you've been someone that has done one of those things you know you've done one of those kind of follow loop things or those kind of threads on facebook groups like i am not here to shame you this is not to make you feel bad about yourself or chastise you in any way 
we all do things when we first start out that we look back on and we're like, oh, why was I doing that? (laughs) Like, that's just business. Like we all learn and we grow. Like the whole point of this podcast is to support you. I want to give you tips and advice to help your business grow. And so sometimes I might give you tips about what to do. And sometimes I will tell you what not to do. And it is not to shame you or upset you in any way. It is just to guide you in a direction that I think will help your business thrive just that little bit more. So I hope you understand that one. Now, I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope that you have enjoyed it. Just to summarize, here are some of the ways to get people to follow you in a very genuine, organic, good way. Make freebies, make great products, make product lines, have a niche, ask for followers within your products, your email list or your social media and within your descriptions. Maybe get featured in the newsletter or somewhere else on TPT's sort of social media and stuff and be as patient as you can and I'm sure that your followers will grow. I want to wrap up this episode by putting that piece of advice I gave you into action. Remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I hope that you will because then you'll see what podcast episodes come out and I hope that you have a terrific day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Terrific Teacherpreneur. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Come back for more actionable tips and helpful wisdom in the next episode with your host, Alex. Until then.